0: Mother, man.
1: Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666-mile radius. A podcast more brutal
2: than all the rest. It's murder! Metal Mad-a-man!
1: what's up my brother chris
3: oh dude these things go by so fast i feel like i've been spending the night at your house for a week. <laughs> you <laughs> 15 are, baby you are over here a lot <laughs> yeah
1: 15th episode pretty awesome pretty pumped uh we got a good one for you this time i'll tell you we've been having hey. some fun doing these but this one's going to be great uh, last week we had the Billy Milligan episode. And all of, his
3: numerous people inside yeah, his fucking head. Dude. Twenty-three Jesus fucking Christ. people.
1: I can't even imagine some shit like, like that. Like I
3: said last week, it's bad enough having one Shaw back in my head, <laughs> let alone multiple. Man.
1: Yeah, agreed. i I've, I've got plenty of uh, things rattling around in my head. I don't need that. And it was cool too. Katie, my daughter, came in and yeah. got us schooled a little.
3: Little bit made us feel a little more Beavis and Butthead, a little bit more, but she uh, <laughs> looked like
1: she had fun. And uh, and they uh, they she was very helpful to come in and talk about that subject because it's kind of complicated, you yeah, know? for sure. Um, definitely thanks to all the listeners, uh, continued support,
3: comments. Uh, you guys are fucking awesome, man. Seen some things that uh, listeners have been like promoting us to other people, and yeah, like great great feedback dude love you guys
1: yeah really we appreciate it very much uh we've been getting just lots of you know like when we go to a show or something people coming up talking about it always with good suggestions you know yeah, you get yeah. the man you gotta do gacy and our know, or Gein, and and like we talked about we'll probably we'll do get to something. it eventually
3: we like the more yeah.
1: non-popular yeah the obscure because <clears throat> excuse me we've done some good ones and uh a lot of people probably never heard of some of these people. Like the one oh, we're going to sure. do tonight, which is... Uh, Jesse Pomeroy. Jesse Pomeroy, man. Yeah. The, the He's youngest, another old school person, yeah, so... Youngest U.S. serial killer that we know of at age 14, man. Yeah, got locked up. Fucked up. It's a good... And he did
3: some brutal fucking shit, yeah, too.
1: I mean, for a 14-year-old kid, I mean, god damn, it's, it's pretty sick. Um So we're going to talk about Jesse Pomeroy. Uh, We'll be doing an interview on Saturday with April Jones. She is the filmmaker who did that awesome uh, Mentors uh, DVD that just came out. It's fantastic, The Kings of Sleaze. And it's just a great... A great DVD. It's just yeah. so fucking funny. I haven't
3: watched it yet, but I mean, you're going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, so. we
1: are. We're going to make a, a point to watch it together tomorrow because <laughs> we're going to do a whole Mentors episode, yes. so it's going to be awesome. Oh, uh, man, I can't even fucking wait. I mean, we're yeah. going to have so much fun doing the Mentors. Mentors
3: are some sleazy fucks. There, oh, man. Dude. Some I'll really DJ. perverted shit on that <laughs> uh,
1: DVD. It's going to be great. So that'll be... a. An episode that we play the week of August 6th. Yeah. 6th. I'll say that 10 times faster. That happens. Because I'm going to be on vacation that week, so I'll be gone. One. So we're going to have that episode play that week, uh, the Mentors episode. Uh, we also uh, did something unique this weekend. Uh, Chris Kovacs, CK. CK? Uh, and I tried a Skype call together talking to an inner So we both did the interview together with the group call. It went great. The quality was really good. The guy was super cool. He's the uh, uh, the guy that uh, made the uh, death documentary. It was fucking amazing, man. It, the, that new uh, Death by Metal uh, DVD is killer. If you're into death metal, because it talks about the whole history of it and the oh, controversy and the of Chuck's whether Chuck and was the originator of it or if Possessed was the originators and- of it
3: you chris had had that conversation before about that
1: exactly that's why we kind of stepping stoned into it we're talking about possessed and then next would be death and we wanted to give it its due because the dvd is so amazing and chuck Schuldiner was such an amazing musician yes he was yes he was so anyway uh, i was listening to a leprosy album on my Uh, way here actually dude fucking amazing dude it's my favorite love that shit and this week like uh Chris and I are doing that funny segment on uh, shitty albums <laughs> with fun- with cool ass covers. Which back yeah. in the day burned us way too many yeah, times. It's
3: like, oh, this album looks badass. Oh, you get it home you in the car fucking Yeah. It's, it's like
1: what sucked. the fuck am I listening to yeah. right now? And nowadays you motherfuckers, you just, you fucking, just get online and yeah. search something. Yeah, and you don't get me wrong, it helps to to me too. Oh so. totally. <laughs> I do it too. I'm just saying you don't know the struggle. Right. Back, back in the day. Dude, if you're like, young huh. and have no fucking idea what we're really talking about. So we're going to have a good show. So hang tight and horns the fuck up. How about some Byzantine, man? Those guys are wicked.
3: If you don't like metal, you're a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Soul Eraser is the song. But yeah, those guys are a kick-ass band from West Virginia. Super, super cool guys. They're on Metal Blade now.
3: Fuck yeah, Metal Blade. Yeah, you know.
1: Metal Blade, man, all about it. Um and uh, speaking of metal <laughs> blades, uh, we're going to be talking finally back to killers again.
3: Yes. Um, the murder
1: segment was fun doing some different things. The Anton LaVey yeah, and the and Billy Milligan. Bill again, yeah. little palate cleanse. But now we're back to getting a little bit nastier. Right? Going to get violent. Exactly. And we're going to be a talking about way. Jesse Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Uh, he was known as America's youngest serial killer at age 14. The Boston Boy Fiend, as he was called, was torturing and killing very young children in the late 1800s in Boston. So, yes. really I, fucked up.
3: I can do them bad things, dude.
1: Yeah, really fucking sick. Very, very dark, which we'll talk about.
3: There's an, yeah,
1: yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, I mean, he's fucked up. Uh, his trial was sensational for the time, kind of like R.O.J., <laughs> Uh, the crime of the century type well, right. shit.
3: But this is different because yeah. he was like a kid and they were threatening death penalty. Oh,
1: yeah. And that's what was so controversial is like, what do we do with him? You know, he was right. convicted. What do we do? Uh, so you can imagine, you know, a lot of people on both sides of that argument. Uh, so you'll be interested to hear what, what was done to try to satisfy the public's need for Penance, man. They wanted fucking blood. They wanted him to be punished. You know, because he did, like there
3: was all these parents. The, oh yeah, not even in the one, even the parents of the kids that he didn't murder. Still, right. he did bad things to him.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he was really twisted. So definitely going to get into it here with uh, with Jesse Pomeroy. Um, he was born Jesse Harding Pomeroy in November of eighteen fifty nine in Charlestown, Massachusetts. Uh, he did have an older brother, and his father, Thomas, was a Civil War vet. But... Which
3: I'm sure has a lot to do with what yeah. happened, because if you're a Civil War vet, you saw some shit, exactly.
1: I'm sure. And he uh, was a pretty mean motherfucker. Yeah, he
3: did <laughs> bad things to Jesse and his brother, so fuck. Yeah, I mean. Like, like I said, when you're in the Civil War, I can only imagine what blood oh, player was like like that. Oh, dude. it had
1: to be just nasty, a lot of hand-to-hand stuff. Yeah. And and up close and personal. For wet sure. Wet work, you know but uh yeah i mean uh his his dad was a piece of shit to the family uh wound up leaving him uh but it, while he was there he was just really really bad just and an and asshole abusive. and we hear that all the time we do these stories and it's like shitty household you know fucked yeah. up parents sometimes it's just one or both um,
3: sometimes it's somebody else that's influenced him yeah, it's just something got that got in their
1: head raped as kids I mean it's just it's terrible so I mean, people are just fucked and especially shouldn't be having kids when you're doing shit like that to them that's just terrible uh, but he was an odd looking uh, child he had a a defect in his right eye, which caused it to it, have like a milky.
3: Yeah, they said it looked like a white marble. Kind yeah, of
1: that. yeah, that's how one of the kids described, described it. Yeah, and uh, he had really strange facial features and was just picked on, just brutally with the kids, constantly.
3: So he picked on younger kids. Yeah. In, so in, what in he did was,
1: yeah, he's like all pissed off, right? Like anybody would be, right. So he goes after the kids he could pick on. So he's just passing it down the line, but he's fucking brutalizing people. And
3: doing way worse than what he was getting from these other kids. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, just some seriously fucked up shit. So, uh, So, yeah. I mean, he was also into reading what they called at the time dime novels, which are kind of like just detective stories yeah. you know crime you
3: know murder and they were kind of violent and whatever yeah. so it kind of got into his head
1: yeah and you know how that is when you got that sort when of thing going on people blame young. it you know like on was it the, the
3: it was stuff the video you games it was uh, right. judas priest it was Ozzy Osbourne. exactly nowadays
1: <laughs> that's what we hear you know is yeah it was video games or or whatever and of course back then it would have been that's the dime novels you know that yeah he was reading, but I think it was a lot more than that because, like we said, his dad was is really violent, beat him severely with leather straps and fucking horse whips. Man, I'm like, dude. What like the so fuck, bad, dude? man. Like I mean, why would you whip, do dude. that? You know, I mean, I heard of people getting a good ass whipping with a belt. Yeah, I did. Yeah, shit. And I think you know, and nowadays, you know, that's a lot more controversial. You an asshole, but back in the day, I mean, that, my was, that was all about, you know, right? you fucked up, you got trash whipped. I mean, that's just the like way it was. back then, that
3: was, like, commonplace. Beat right. your
1: kids. Well, to a degree, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I know how you feel about it, but, you know, it's just, it's crazy how, you know, back then, I mean, a horse whip, what the fuck? Right. His mother was the only one that he trusted. Uh, she was, had observed him, though, doing, like, cruel shit to animals and we know that's how that's everything ba- starts. <laughs> that's a bad that's fucking starts. sign, man. We've we've yeah. seen this movie before, um, and that's what they call that McDonald Triad: the which head
3: injury, the, the excessive
1: bedwetting at age or after age five, obsession with fires, and torturing animals. Yeah. And usually, they have at least one of those, sometimes two, and of course, in this case, all fucking three. And that was uh, from a, a psychiatrist at the time, J.M. McDonald, in 1963, wrote a paper called "The Threat to Kill." Uh, so very interesting, um, you know that that triad. You know, of course, this would have been a lot and there's a lot way of them back are- in the past, but, but. A lot of people believe that you know, yeah,
3: that's... yeah, and there's a lot of them out there that have one, if not all three, oh, yeah. that's going on. And plus, some of them have the head trauma. I was just
1: going to say you had said a head injury, totally, like Gacy, Ramirez, yeah. Henry Lee Lucas. We were laughing about that <laughs> last, last week, week. Yeah, homeboys laying on the floor in a fucking coma. <sighs> Damn. Or was that Pee Wee Gaskins? You know, I started wondering. I think I might have confused the two because I think Pee Wee that might be was the one Gaskins that got like a boy. nasty fucking head injury. That no, might... that wasn't Pig. That's the dude from oh. Canada Henry or uh yeah no, he the one from South Carolina yeah, yeah 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 he would be that's the final truth that guy yeah final truth <laughs> so uh yeah I mean even his father was just like revolted by him and and beat the fuck out of him and he was just fucking bad man and in 1871 to, and 1872 there was a series of young boys in Boston being enticed to go to like remote locations,
3: and money or to see something, or yeah,
1: some sort of way he convinced them and then beat the fucking shit out of them. I mean, with his
3: hands, he sticks.
1: strung them up on a fucking beam. Yeah. I mean, strip them, yeah, strip them naked, threaten to cut their fucking dick off. Yeah, some, some of them, like bad, like started cutting it off. I mean, like he was really fucked up. It was bad. Yeah, I mean imagine a kid, you know, twelve, thirteen years old doing this shit.
3: Yeah, know? and this kid that he's doing it to is like four or five exactly, years old, man. Yeah, like, these are holy little fucking, fucking shit. These are little What's fucking What's going kids through your and, head, dude?
1: Yeah, I mean he was just fucked, you know, but fists and belts and just really nasty stuff and <laughs> he was just really cruel. Um and uh, the threats, you know, of, of that he was going to, you know, hurt their families and stuff. Yeah. So these kids are scared. If
3: you yell, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And, I like mean, that. he had
1: him gagged and sometimes they were upside down. I mean, this is just like horrid shit for somebody and at some that age. Some of them, when know? they
3: got found, they were still strung up.
1: Yeah. And the ones that survived, which, you know, he didn't kill anybody at this point. This yeah, is like this his point. lead yeah. up. This is to just it.
3: his torture yeah. spree
1: but and they don't know how many of those he really did but there were a string of them that led up to the murders that he committed but uh these uh these beatings were just terrible and uh you know obviously people were very upset but of there course. wasn't enough you evidence, know, evidence they, or they, anything they, that the could kids link.
3: couldn't like uh identify him right
1: cuz he was so he had him so scared i think that yeah, probably traumatized and
3: shit they were just like oh my god what the fuck yeah i mean they I don't were just know
1: i'm brutalized man it's just really bad so um his father winds up leaving uh so he's only he's raised only by his mom and he continues doing the sadistic fucking attacks and he's finally arrested and found guilty of that and that's when he goes to the juvenile facility reform school the state reform school for boys, exactly. And he's supposed to uh, stay there until he's 18, 18 or 21. Yeah. 18, yeah. And uh, the Boston Globe had covered it and said it was obvious the boy was mentally deficient. So
3: Yeah. And then, like, he got let out super early. Yeah, he gets out
1: early and that's you know you got to imagine you know people just fucking upset like you know? why
3: the fuck you told him he's got to stay here till adulthood basically and he was there like a year 18 months eight months
1: yeah it was something like a year i think I it believe. was a year yeah because i think it was um yeah, it was 1874 though when he turned 14 uh, he was let out of the reform school like you Paroled said to his mom yeah right and she owned her own dressmaking shop. So, you know, she was trying to do something good. Right. Uh, her and the and the older brother. And was, she didn't believe shit. that he
3: did it either. No.
1: She was, you know, like a lot of moms, you know, going to stand behind her son. We hear that all the time. All the time. Um, but then uh, March of 1874, a young 10-year-old girl, that was Katie Curran, is missing. Out of Boston. nowhere. So people are freaking out, obviously. And then a month later... After this girl goes missing... Yeah, they find this fucking horrid, mutilated four-year-old Horace Miller. Uh, he was found in a marsh by uh, Dorchester Bay. Multiple stab wounds, penis nearly fucking cut off. So
3: Stuck in his wonder, eye.
1: I wonder who that was. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, a I mean, sharp was- object fucking stuck in his eye. So, yeah. again, he's... Rev- you know, he's angry about his eye. You know, you got to imagine that. I don't know what his fixation was with cutting right. dicks off,
3: but... Uh, the fuck, dude? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Dahmer had the same fixation. Right, right. <laughs> but he was putting this shit in, like, mason jars and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Saving them for
1: later. <laughs> um, but he also burned the body. So, again, going back to that McDonald triad, he was fucking checking all the fucking right. boxes. And the cops had a feeling it was Pomeroy uh, because of his history and brought him in for questioning and that's when i mean you know i know, you know you're know, you supposed to be innocent until proven guilty and all that and and we know that he did this stuff cuz he admits to it later
3: yeah. and when you have a history already right. of tort- but i mean at
1: 14 you know it's one of these no lawyer you know no parents they're you know they take him to the morgue to see the girl's body right and he freaks out and then he confesses to I done everything. Yeah.
3: Man, did you do this? He's like, I might have done it. and Like, saying he did it. He's yeah. Like, I might have done it. And that. he
1: totally breaks down and he tells him about, you know, uh, Horace. And he said the devil made him do it. And he told the police, put me somewhere so I can't do such things. Yeah, so, he's
3: 14 years old saying, just yeah. put me a lock me away, pretty much. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's just crazy to think of it. But, you know, obviously with somebody having this many fucking things going on uh in their head i mean it's just it's crazy to think it in rational terms because obviously he's yeah, irrational dude, if
3: my if my kid i wouldn't even know what to think like i know holy shit dude, because go through your, your kid but
1: fuck i mean that's just horrible stuff um at a coroner's inquest he was made to be present without a lawyer apparently he had some incriminating things said there only a few months later, in December 1874, Jesse put on trial and found guilty. Uh, no shit. Uh, the attorney general asked that they charge him with first-degree murder since both the murders were so heinous. So, you know, you, yeah. you, can almost, you, know, you can't help but agree with the guy. Uh, a jury found him guilty, but with mercy. And that meant basically, you know, he's only 14 you know, don't kill him, do something else but that. The judge sentenced him to death to be hanged. Right. He does come back um, because his attorney filed two appeals uh, which were both turned down and in February 1875 where his guilty verdict was upheld and he was sentenced to be hanged. So, yeah. He's sentenced to death. They don't fuck around back in 18 whatever. So, yeah. I mean, this is swift fucking
3: justice, you know.
1: Not like today,
3: where you sit in death row yeah, for fucking two 20, decades. Yeah, it's
1: fucking insane. Um, it was up to the governor of Massachusetts, which was uh, William Gaston, uh, to sign the death warrant to carry out the hanging, but he refused uh, because of Jesse's yeah, age. It just didn't feel right because Couldn't he was so it. young. And
3: yeah, like I can't, I just can't do this. Like, I know.
1: I mean, I I would have a hard time with that. I, I would have a would pretty, too, dude.
3: I mean, I don't know, man.
1: To a degree. Right,
3: I mean, he did some really bad shit, we know Yeah, that. to a degree. I mean, at 14, you know what life is, you know how shit's going on, you know you're doing right from wrong. Now, I'm not saying I'm trying to murder a 14-year-old, I'm just saying, you do all that, you know what the right. world is.
1: Right, yeah, I mean, it's it's harsh, it really is, it's just fucking harsh, but it's the yeah, reality But then again,
3: of- it's back in the late 1800s, and the shit was yeah. still really rough for people back yeah, then, too. totally so. different fucking time. Yeah, I'm totally sure. different time.
1: Um, So the only way to commute the death sentence was through a special uh, governor's council, and it was voted on twice, and the nine-man council voted to hang Jesse. And in both cases, he still refused to sign the death warrant. He's not fucking doing it. He's just like, fuck you, I'm not doing it. So uh, in August of 1876, the council voted a third time, and this time it was unanimous to commute the death sentence To life in prison. In solitary confinement. In solitary fucking confinement. Yeah, all
3: by yourself for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, I mean, you
1: want to talk about just absolutely fucking horrific. I mean, I'd rather just give me a fucking slug in the head. Yeah, just hang me, dude. I couldn't even imagine, like... Yeah. You're going to go fucking crazy, dude. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's awful, crazier. And that's the thing is because it was such a hot potato with, you know, the political side of it with the people just freaking out. I think they did that in like, okay, look, we're not killing him, but we are making it fucking worse. We're going to make his
3: life a living fucking hell
1: for himself. He's either going to
3: kill himself. He's
1: 14 or he was 16 when they actually put him in. Um, I think that's coming up here. Yeah. He, uh, he, uh,
3: yeah, yeah he's age
1: 16, there it is. He served the life sentence in solitary at the Charlestown State Prison. He was put in solitary as a way to appease the public. So, yeah, I mean, he's just uh, in a cell by himself. Uh, while he was in prison, though. He taught himself a bunch of shit. Yeah, he learned some foreign languages like Hebrew and German, and even one of his psychiatrists was, like, blown away at how like good his how German was. well he was. could do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he really With did. one eye. You know, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Not that that for now, shit. yeah, for now. Um, but uh, he was just, you know, really doing. The, he was writing. He wrote, uh, wrote poetry and was constantly fighting with the prison officials to let him publish his poetry, but they wouldn't do it. No, they wouldn't do it. So he just spent a lot of time reading uh, books on law, and he spent decades filing legal challenges to his conviction. And requests for pardon. So, I mean, he was just fucking, I mean, shit, what else are you going to do, right? You're stuck in that you're fucking cell. You might as
3: well work to try to get out, especially yeah. when you're there for that long and you're by yeah. yourself. What else do you have yeah. to fucking do? I
1: mean, at least, it, yeah, it gives you something to
3: fucking do. Doing his due diligence, I guess, to go out and murder more little boys and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that
1: aside, I mean, yeah, it's just so fucked up to think of somebody being in a cell that long. A uh, Boston Globe article that appeared in 1914 claimed that the guards found Jesse had tried to escape at least ten times, and they found ropes and various tools that he made. So, trying to get his shit out again. I mean, what else are you going to fucking do? I mean, why not? Might as
3: well, try. What are they going to do? Give me more fucking time. Exactly. So fucking Kill me, what? <laughs> please. You
1: know, I mean, what the fuck? So you know, I
3: I I'd,
1: I'd do the same thing. Right? right? Why not? Fuck it. But, uh, you know, just they said that he was the most determined inmate at escape throughout the history of prisons at the time, at least pretty crazy shit. Um, And in 1917, at 41 years in solitary confinement, uh, Jesse is finally given the same rights as other life inmates. So he's a general population. yeah, Yeah. And he's able to fucking at least talk to people. Right. Um, at first, he rejected it, though. He wanted a full well, pardon. No. He's like, fuck you, you know.
3: Yeah, I just want to get the fuck out. I've been here since I'm fucking 16 years yeah, old, dude. I mean, it's fucking I, crazy. I understand why you're pissed, but right. damn.
1: Exactly. Um So he finally figured out, yeah, I mean, let's just fucking at least get out of this fucking cell, right?
3: Yeah, so let's just hang so out. General Pop I, was probably like fucking
1: like going to a party or something, yeah. you know, after what he was going through. Um, other inmates were saying
3: that he was kind of an asshole to him, too, though.
1: Yeah, I did see that. Um, I also saw that he was, like, in a minstrel show that they did and just tried to participate and right. keep himself, you know, you know, trying to somewhat you know integrate with everybody else
3: but when you're in solitary that that long how hard is it integrate with other people yeah people when, when just
1: how do you even talk to people you've been in a room for 41, 41 years.
3: years by yourself the only people you talk to is like the prison guards right yeah that's
1: that's Yeah, it's so up. rough yeah Um, He was transferred, or he was finally able to publish his poetry in a book called Selections from the Writing of Jesse Harding Pomeroy, Life Prisoner Since 1874. Quite a long title. But uh, that was his book that he published. And then in 1929, he was transferred. Exactly. Finally got to leave. (laughs) There's a picture of him going down the (laughs) steps if you want not go on Google.
3: And that was like his first first and only ride in a motor vehicle. Yes.
1: yes. First and only. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) He goes to the Bridgewater Hospital for the Criminally Insane, and he died only a few years later in 1932.
3: Right. Jesus. Yeah, he spent his entire life basically in fucking prison.
1: Solitary, yeah. Yeah, in
3: solitary.
1: Yeah, it was really bad. Very controversial, you know, because putting somebody in solitary that long, I mean, it's just, like you said, I mean, it's got to just fuck your mind completely up. Um, You know, he did terrible shit, though. I mean, that's the thing, you know, horrible shit. I couldn't even imagine being one of those parents. I mean, you'd want to fucking skin him alive, you know.
3: Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. If that happened to one of my kids, I'd have probably been like,
1: yeah. Chasing the motherfucker down the street. So yeah, I mean, it's horrible to think of it, but you know, it is uh, you know also fucked up with the forty-one years in solitary. I don't know.
3: I I'd I'd have lost my mind. I'd have probably yeah. Yeah. I don't know
1: what I'd have done. I'd have lost my fucking mind. Yeah, I agree. I would have as well. Um, He's second though, only to the Birdman of Alcatraz. Man, that motherfucker. I don't know how many he did, but it was more. That's all I know. So. I've got a book on them I've not read, but uh, yeah, birdman. Check Man. it out. Yeah. Uh, for the research for this one, I read a book a couple of years ago called Fiend by Harold Schechter, who writes so many of these uh, books we talk about. Um, it's really good. Like all of his books, I like them uh, a lot. Good information, but not in a boring delivery, which is which is key. Right, um, yeah. There are other yeah. books, too, on them, but not much. There's not a whole lot because, you know, like we've talked back in the 1800s. Keeping documents wasn't that huge.
3: Yeah, and it's... And there's some documentaries here and there. And, yeah,
1: there's a few, uh, but not a lot. Uh, I do know that uh, John Borowski, the uh, documentary uh, he filmmaker... Do he's working on one. Uh, he did, a, like, a crowdfund. And uh, I was in full disclosure. I donated to the cause. Nice. So I'm curious to see what he does with it because he's got some really good ones, like the uh, serial killer culture TV, the one that's on Amazon Prime right now.
3: I um, just just because I want to h- hear it. I just downloaded uh, another book on Audible called uh, "Worldliness of Ruin." That's a It's about pomeroy and the whole situation in boston at the time so i'm gonna check that out i have not done it yet i just did documentaries (laughs) and reading
1: research on the internet yeah there's so much stuff to do for these it's hard but we try our best um there's also references to pomeroy in the book uh, the alienist you might have seen the tv TV show fantastic the book is great too by caleb carr Also, lots of articles I did see. Um, But, you know, the information that, like Chris, you said, there's just not a lot of the documentation that we would see today. So the story's somewhat vague. Um, But the next episode, now, this is one that you suggested. (laughs) Dude, I can't wait to do
3: this one. This This one's going to be a fun one, fellas.
1: I remember writing it down, and I remember you telling me it was something like unique. And I couldn't remember what it was about it. So I, I had a minute and I fucking looked, looked on YouTube and I was like, what the fuck? So <laughs> yeah. You wanna... yeah,
3: so uh, next week uh, we are going to be doing uh, Ken, Mac- uh, Ken McElroy. If you guys don't know who Ken McElroy is, he was this fucking asshole bull- town bully <laughs> in that Missouri. fucked with everybody. So the whole town, well, like 40, 50 people, whatever, in town just decided to get together. Crowd up, walk out, kill him. Yeah, nobody knows. I didn't see shit. Yeah, he's sitting so in the truck with his old lady, and they just fucking blew his body just away. like. Yeah boom 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 yeah it's the gonna
1: story is so yeah because this up. dude
3: was a fucking douchebag to everybody he was
1: man he was literally the town bully he was such oh, a, a town dick. bully dude so it's so funny that they just said fuck this and we're, they we're just getting rid of this motherfucker of it. so it's a great story i can't wait to do yeah, that i can't either. do it so that should be yeah, fun McElroy's so gonna be good that's what you got next yeah that's all Welcome to Killer Cookies and Cakes by Carlo. How can I slay you today?
3: Hi, I was calling about the July special. Can you tell me more about it?
1: Sure. It's our July Killer special. And that's two dozen sugar cookies with colorful clown icing and fucking John Wayne Gacy smiling clown face for only $19.95. You also get six. That's fucking six of our brand new Dahmer Donuts featuring dick and ball icing and a creamy, blood-like filling.
3: Mmm, that sounds interesting. Do you still do cakes?
1: Of course. We have a new killer Kaczynski key lime pie that makes small explosions when you cut the first fucking piece. It's a really nice new thing in smash cakes.
3: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, I'd like to place an order. Do you guys do credit cards by phone?
1: Yes, we do, sir. We even take pieces of flesh,
2: if that's all you got.
1: about some disgorged Dude. she lay gutted I love the name of that song <laughs> it's a fucking crazy ass <laughs> shit I wow. fucking love grind. Yeah, that is that was fucking brutal, and I like the commercial. I thought uh, we did it on the fly.
3: Yeah, that was
1: kind of. We had some Academy Award performances <laughs> there. I, I went from this New York into I don't even know what the fuck it was, and you I, did that just I was funny just voice. Like just... This?
3: how you guys doing? That was really funny, man.
1: So we just had some fun with that. So we hadn't done a fake commercial in a while. Yeah, so. we figured
3: it was about time. People, yeah, it was people commented about it before, yeah. like, I really liked the commercials. Like, did. we haven't done one in a I while. I know.
1: So <laughs> I, I felt kind of bad, so I want to make sure I delivered the goods. Uh, speaking of that, Armored Saint is on tour. I don't know how much uh, for how much longer they're on tour right now. Uh, they're doing a, a reunion, like a 25-year, I think, anniversary of Symbol, of salvation their album just a great album they're doing a tour those guys are great guys and i've been following their posts and stuff and sounds like they've been playing to some really big crowds yeah and people are digging it so that's, that's awesome, great dude. Uh, also killer news today cannibal yeah. corpse coming to our hometown i man. know fucking the castle in bloomington illinois yes. on november 15th can't so. wait for that and the last time they were there low 12 yeah, you're my former man. Band, we got to open for them. It was a it was a cool honor and and a great show. They were real nice, real friendly Fucking guys. A, man. So uh, so that's going to be killer. And uh, you said you had yeah, something on full terror assault.
3: Full terror assault, which is coming up September sixth, uh, seventh, and eighth. I don't remember which band it was, but one band dropped, but fucking skinless got added dude. Oh,
1: fuck yeah.
3: Skinless god-ass. Anybody, anybody yeah. out there listening needs to go to Full Terror Assault. It's in Cabin Rock, Illinois, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. And three days of metal camping in the woods and skinless with Immolation, oh, uh, Warhammer, uh, Death Angel, oh, and Jesus. like sexual atrocities is playing like so many fucking bands playing for three days get your tickets it'll be good
1: yeah that's some brutal shit and I'm sure they have a Facebook page or something oh yeah 100% Facebook page you can just
3: Google it and it pops up right there get Uh, your
1: tickets for that it sounds badass
3: and then also uh, coming up in October on October 27th uh, in Moline Illinois uh, is Trick or Troll 3 it's one night but there's 10 bands playing it's Sick Fuck, Animated Dead among others uh, Necro Cannibal Ass Grinder there's <laughs> so many freaking bands playing nice. and it's going to be, it's a third year this has happened uh, Eric and Alex do a great time do a great show every time they put Fuck it on yeah. Cros- that Crotch Ripper Crotch
1: Ripper, right
3: so yeah, get up to Moline yeah, Crotch Ripper,
1: you guys got to get a hold of us we'll do a Skype interview with you motherfuckers yes. I love that name, yes. so it's just awesome
3: they we'll, we'll, If it doesn't happen by uh, bloodshed, we'll talk to them at bloodshed. Well, yeah, it, yeah, for there you sure. Go.
1: So yeah, get a hold of us, guys. If not sooner, uh, about that and bloodshed, of course, September first. Yes, in Colfax. So lots of great fucking metal shows coming around. That's always a good thing. Uh, this week for the uh, uh, segment with uh, CK Chris Kovac CK uh, we. <laughs> We did something kind of goofy. Uh, We thought it would be cool to just do something different. Because why not, right? Exactly. And so we did this funny segment on... The shittiest albums we had bought that had really cool covers.
3: You bought it because of the because fucking of the album cover, cover was so badass, and then oh it just my totally god, I've been sucked. there so many goddamn times. I know, <laughs> and like
1: I said in the intro, you know, for the younger guys that don't know what that's like, you don't have any idea because it sucked so bad. When you would spent like ten bucks or however much they were back then, yeah, you didn't have much to spend, and you
3: put it in. And, and you take it out and you throw it out your yeah. fucking car when you're like, what the fuck did I just yeah, buy? What did I just do? Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: horrible. So anyway, so I think you guys will enjoy this. Hell yeah. All right. Got my buddy, Chris Kovacs from Danbury, Connecticut on Skype doing something a little different this time, Chris. You know, we've been doing serious shit, you know, heavy stuff with the possessed and and the pentagram segments which were great but we thought it would be funny because you and i have had this conversation a few different times yep about doing some like (laughs) band because we've alluded to this before where you know you had this great album cover right at a time where you didn't have the internet you know you didn't have
0: or a decent band name
1: yeah you, you couldn't be sure, you know, like the band right. name kind of sounded okay, but the cover was badass mm. or had some hot chicks on it or something that would make you want to buy it. So these guys were really good at doing that. But man, ah, oh, the fucking worst was to get home <laughs> and it <laughs> fucking sucked. And so here we thought this week we would do something different.
0: Yeah. T- talk about a few of those bands that we bought. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. You
0: get so- home. you put it on your turntable and you get not even through the first setting like oh my god this is fucking bad
1: i know it so i mean no particular order to these but what what's no, a few just, you want to throw out because i know i've uh, got one that i could think of
0: well i know there's one that we that we we mean you both come to all the time talking about
1: yes oz, go ahead fire oz in brain. fire in
0: the brain, <laughs> the brain.
1: I read oh, I don't know if it was on Facebook like somebody I know and respect, okay? So if you're listening whoever that is, I'm sorry. But we're like all about it, dude. I mean like all the fuck about Oz and that <laughs> album and I'm like that was the fucking worst, but it was like a skull <laughs> like it on was, fire or something, wasn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I I think it, the guy had a <laughs> Leather, oh yeah, like a studded, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh god, that was such a bad fucking album. I remember that one was real bad, and we've laughed about that one. Yeah,
0: and and you and we put. I I know I put it on, and once I heard (laughs) him sing, I'm like, yeah. Oh no, yeah, this (laughs) This this is one of those. I'm throwing
1: it on the fucking pile (laughs) because nowadays these guys, these young guys, you guys that are young, okay, that are listening to this shit. You don't have any fucking idea how cool it is to go on YouTube or iTunes or whatever the fuck you do to get your shit and just listen to it just to hear what yeah. it sounds like and then be like, well, that's fucking cool. Now, most of you young guys are still not even buying it. You're just listening to it for free. Yeah, you're streaming it. You're streaming it. And some of you are maybe paying for like Google Play or something and that's all good. But. You don't know that we had
0: to spend ten bucks.
1: Yeah, you don't know the angst, guys, of being in this record store and you have no fucking idea who this band is. Nobody to ask because the fucking right. guy in the store don't fucking know anything about it.
0: No, they had no clue. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're lucky enough, if you knew they only had one copy, right. You you could you could take it and scratch it a little and bring it back, oh, it a, you know. But but a lot of times they had another copy and they would just give you another one. So it's like that uh, didn't work, right? So you right. just put it in your fucking pile, never never to be listened to again. Exactly.
1: Well, what was some other ones, Chris? You had a few on your list. Yeah, I
0: I, I got a couple. Um, band called Exorcist.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember this one.
0: It 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 was the cover was kind of lame, but I thought the the name was cool.
1: Right. Can't go wrong um, with that.
0: Yeah. So kind I'm of. Do like, you listen to uh, it? I like "Exorcist," This has got to kick ass. Right. It was horrible. And, I, and come <laughs> figure, it, it was, it was kind of like a super group of, um, this guy Jack Starr, he had a band called oh, Virgin Steel. Yeah, so there was a couple people from them. Oh, he was in
1: that. Or yeah, th- and
0: it was fucking horrible.
1: Oh man, that's fucked up. Because yeah, I know who that is. Wow, you
0: know, he that's was pretty awful. big, like in the, in the mid '80s, early '80s, or late '80s. Yeah. Then, then I got another one. I think they were on Megaforce record. Were they? Yeah, Megaforce, and. Actually saw them live, but I bought the album before I saw them live. A band called Blessed Death.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing about them, but I don't know if I've ever heard them, or if I did, I don't remember. Well,
0: well, you you did because we. I know you went to the King Diamond show. Oh, you know, they sneakers. opened for King. They were the first band.
1: Oh shit! Okay, yeah, of course I was at that show because
0: I. I remember the guy sounded like a stuck take when he sung. Wow. Now was another one. You, like, I'm like, this is going to be cool. Put yeah, it on the fucking cool turntable, and um, two Damn. songs into it, it's off the turntable, in the fucking stack, never to be heard again.
1: <laughs> That's too funny. What else? Uh, any others? I know there was yeah, one got... that you thought you had in yours, but then took it off. But you got—I knew you had a few of them on there. That yeah, were n-
0: another cool one was uh, a band from Canada called Infernal Majesty.
1: cool name oh yeah cool
0: album cover music sucked
1: right right
0: (laughs) another one where it was like it's just a generic thrash band that was went nowhere it was just so boring
1: i know and that's what as a musician used to get me so pissed because you're like how the fuck did these guys get an album out you know what i mean and i'm like slugging it out and i can't do shit you know so it's just very frustrating. Yeah, Is this right place, right time? That's somebody fucking blew somebody. I mean, fuck, who knows, right? Some,
0: somebody had a friend at at, at Roadrunner or whatever, and yeah, got him on the label. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. there's some. Then there was Awful. another band called Pile Driver, which was they're supposed to kind of be like a serious mentors type deal. Okay, we talked a lot about sex and I. I I think the album had um, people in bondage on the front of it. Oh, boy. You know, and they're supposed to be like a a really good, tight band, and, you know, you put that on, and another fucking disappointment.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of the mentors, I remember uh, we have a mutual friend that I I bought that album with, which we used to do to help offset the cost of all the shit you (laughs) bought. I remember me and him used to buy, like, you know, two or three albums, and then, you know, we'd make tapes for each other, and
0: we right, just did it that
1: way, you know. And I remember I dropped him off at his house because I had to go home to eat dinner. And I remember I'm eating dinner, and at my house, you know, Italian house, that's like fucking a religious experience, so you don't fucking answer the, you know, the phone and shit. Right. So the phone rings, and my dad's like looking at it pissed off and just lets it ring. And then it rings again, and I'm like, fuck. So I get up and answer it, and it was him. And he's like, dude, you got to get over here. And I'm like, dude, I'm eating fucking supper. Like, you know, he's like, dude, you got to get the fuck over here. I'm like, all right, well, I'm done eating. I'll come over there. You know, so I ate as quickly as I could. I left. I went back to his house. And he's just like, he looked like a fucking kid on Christmas, man. He was all fucking excited and fucking, you're going to do shit when you hear this. I'm like, what? You know, and he's like, the mentors. You know, I'm like, really? That one? He's like. No, dude, you got to listen to this, because we were laughing at the song titles and shit. We didn't know what the fuck it was going to be, you know.
0: And that was the one I bought. I thought for sure it was going to be shit, and I ended up loving it.
1: Dude, we sat down, and you listen to the intro of Sandwich of Love, and it's like, yeah, this is just kind of crappy, like garage, (laughs) just straight-up metal. You know, nothing nothing fancy, nothing heavy, just kind of generic-y. And then the vocals come in, and I thought I was going to fucking lose my mind. (laughs) It's the sandwich of love, one below and one above. And I'm like, looking at him like, oh, my fucking God. Of course, the lyrics, you know, you got the lyrics. Oh, yeah. And we laughed. I mean, I probably pissed my pants. I was laughing so hard. It was the funniest fucking shit I'd ever heard in my life, because everything metal at that point for me at least, was, you know, super serious, you know, like Iron Maiden with these, you know, writing songs about historical events and, you know, like...
0: epic songs. Yeah,
1: I'm all into that, right? And then I'm listening to this fucking dude talking about DP and some chick (laughs) in Sandwich of Love. And I was just like, this is the funniest fucking shit I've ever heard. And I was in love. I've been in a fan... And we're going to be doing one, dude. I'm interviewing, uh, April Jones, uh, the, the, the person that made that, uh, great mentors. Mentor. Rockumentary. that we both watched. Uh, I'm going to be doing that with her next Saturday. I'm so pumped, but we're going to play that episode looking like early August. We're going to do an entire show. Uh, Shawback and I doing an entire show on the mentors. We're going to talk about mentors. We're going to play the April yep. interview. I'm going to have you on to talk about the releases and just, just a lot of silliness. So it's, that's going to, going to be, be epic. Oh dude, that's going to be fucking epic is, is not even good enough <laughs> to describe how much I'm excited about that. And and anybody listening that doesn't know anything about the mentors, um, they're still active. They're actually touring literally right now, but it's, it's a very different band. I'm not saying they're bad or anything like that. It's just a different band because El Duce, the singer, uh, was you know killed years ago um, in Get kind of a mysterious train. situation, which we'll talk about. Yep. And Dr. Heathen Scum is still towing the line and still doing it, which is awesome. Uh, so we're excited to do that. But I couldn't help resist to uh, tell that mentor story. Yeah, that's
0: that, that- that that was the one band I thought I was going to hate, and, I, and to this day, I you know, I still listen to him. I know yeah. you still listen to him. Oh, you know, dude. It's fucking classic.
1: It's, it's classic.
0: Then, 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 then there's this other band I think we we tend to disagree on. Who? Um, Warlord. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: Warlord. That is one we disagreed with slightly, and it certainly wasn't one I thought was amazing, but. We both know, of course, Mark Zonder, uh, amazing drummer. But I liked, I think it was like, I don't know which song I heard I really liked. But then it was one of those, like, the way I am with Dream Theater, which is one song or two songs might be good, but then the rest of it's kind of slow and just not my thing. And I I didn't really follow it.
0: I mean, I love progressive metal, but this this is too, this is boring. I I thought it was, to me, it was a lame, they were lame. Yeah. And you know, and I even went back. I remember Mark Zonder joined Fates Warning. I'm like, because at that time, when, when he was on Warlord, he went by, they're one of those bands that went by one-name characters.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I can't remember what the fuck his name was. But when when he joined Fates Warning, they said he was from the band Warlord. I'm like, oh, I got that. I went back, let's it again, and I'm <laughs> no. like, still sucks. Still sucks.
1: That's funny. Good drummer, still sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Chris. Drummer. Well, Chris. It was great to have you on to talk about something funny and silly and, and all that. So, uh, thank you for uh, sharing with us and and uh, some of your bad experiences that you had <laughs> buying shit back in the day. So,
0: yeah, that cost me money.
1: Exactly. Well, <laughs> we'll see you next time, dude. Horns up!
0: All right, later, brother.
2: Like that
1: CK, yeah, CK. That was for you, bud. I couldn't resist, man. A little fire in the brain. That's for you, my friend. So yeah, that was horrible. As as fire in the brain. Just fu- I don't uh, like it. I know people do, but I don't. So, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But uh, we're in mayhem, dude. We like being on fucking mayhem. Chaotic. You know, it's mayhem. When we set the show up, we talked about it being a good <laughs> catch-all. Yeah, just you know, grab
3: at little random things crazy here and shit, there that people funny, might be interested in listening to. Yeah, yeah. funny
1: stories, just silly shit, yeah. you know, just a good time. And so we're going to do some of that here tonight. We've gotten a lot of people commenting on some of these I mean so far I think no, Black we, and Curly was probably I the most I think Black and
3: Curly's and couch after. fucker and
1: couch yeah and I mean, couch, couch fucker trucker, of course <laughs> cuz that was a trilogy which made yeah, that funnier yeah. so that shit was hilarious yeah, crazy Mike is just amazing um so I've got one I'm going to bust out but before we do that we talked about that was man like episode 1 or 2 man uh, we, I
3: think yeah it was back first like one of the first couple
1: we talked about doing like brutal torture. tortures. And we would
3: each talk about one. So you wanna do you wanna yeah. do yours first, Chris? I'm sure a lot of people know about it because uh that movie or not movie but that T V show uh Vikings. But I'm gonna talk about the the uh the Blood Eagle.
1: The blood eagle, yeah. yeah, this one is fucking nasty.
3: Now they don't know they don't know if it was actually ever happened or if it was just the just for a mytholo- mythological writings or whatever. Oh, wow. But there's two instances that they know about and both instances were uh, like noblemen. They weren't just like uh, random people that they'd picked out. Well, you did bad things. We're going to do it. to You, They were noblemen, but basically they like fucking, they fucking would take you and strap you down and fucking cut your back open on your down, the skin down your spine and fucking take your ribs and separate them from your spine and lay them open, lay the skin open and grab your lungs and throw them over your over your uh shoulders so it looks like you have fucking wings basically, and they just let you lay there and suffer like that Jesus. like just bleeding out slowly with everything exposed So like wow vermin like flies yeah, whatever and just start whatever. laying maggots and shit dude. Oh, I mean, dude. Could you even imagine laying no. there like strapped down with everything laid out Fuck from your back? no bag?
1: dude. I mean I'm fucking oh. bitching when I got like a sore throat. I right? Mean, you know just we're a bunch of wusses compared we're, we're to some just shit t- like that. We right?
3: were just talking about Jesse Pomeroy doing some yeah. shit but he didn't do no shit like that. No no. That's fucked.
1: Yeah the Vikings but, are fucking yeah, brutal if
3: people. You, if you don't know about the Blood Eagle look that up because it's fucked dude yeah, yeah that is fucked what you got Pete? I got uh, one it's got
1: kind of an innocent title almost you think like sounds like a good time i bet it does you know if some girl said hey you want to go to the tub right yeah what you i'd thinking? be like yeah baby let's town, do this so that's what we would be thinking but this is not that okay Uh-oh. um Known as... I'm going to read this because this is how it's described, and it's so perfect I can't do it any better. All right. Uh, Known as the punishment of sitting in the tub, uh, the convicted person would be placed in a wooden tub with only their head sticking out. After that, the executioner would paint their faces with milk and honey. Milk and honey. And soon flies would begin to feed on them. The victim was also fed regularly and would end up swimming in their own excrement. Oh, my
3: God, dude.
1: After a few days. I saw that. I was like, a few days? Oh, God Maggots <laughs> and worms would devour their body as they decayed alive. Oh, man. So, yeah, you thought you had a bad day. How
3: about, how about going about to the sit- fucking tub, man? Yeah, how about sitting in there?
1: Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, pretty fucked up.
3: Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes you think of that dude, the sloth dude from that movie 7, just sitting there laying in his own shit. Yeah. Like, fuck that.
1: It's just bad stuff. So, uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Some brutal torture. We'll bring some more. Yeah, we'll throw some in there because there's so many of them. We just thought it'd be a good one to bring back um also while we're in mayhem yeah what you got pete i i was talking to you chris about a few different stories because i've got a lot okay i've got a lot of these yeah yeah yeah. and i gave you uh, some options i I picked one and you picked one uh that is called since when since when and it's called since when and it's it's since when for a reason right okay um and uh Just to protect, you know, the innocent. Obviously. We'll just use some different names. That's what we do. Exactly. So this would have been back in the day. I mean, like in the 80s. We'll just leave it there. Okay. Okay. So way fucking back in the day. And my friends and I used to go swimming at this pond. Okay. Hell yeah. And it was like, you know, like some cliffs, like people jump off and rope swings and yeah you would have been in your fucking country yeah i'd have fucking been having a good old time yeah mooning fucking boats riding by you know waving your fucking cock around you know it was just a good time yeah so we we'd go there and just have fun and and you know of course there'd be ladies there so we'd be you know trying to hook up with the ladies and just guy stuff teenagers doing our thing for
3: sure
1: so anyway there was just one of these trips, nothing special about it, but, uh, this guy that I've mentioned before, Lenny.
3: Lenny, this Lenny, guy again. Yeah. He, <laughs> I'm not he, picking Pete up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fuck him. So Lenny was really into the band kiss. Okay. Like really into it. Right. And so we were at the, at the pond one day and there was a girl there and she was pretty hot and she had a kiss shirt on. Oh shit! So Lenny just assumed that she was his, like so, out of nowhere. Yeah, and in, in his mind, she's, none of us could talk to her. She's got a kiss shirt on. She's got a kiss she's shirt. My lady. It's like a common bond thing. I got you. I. I she's mine. Okay. So maybe a couple of days passes. He sees her. I think he talked to her a few times, but you know, nothing's going on. You know, she was like I said, she was smoking. Right. So anyway. He keeps talking about it and talking about it, and talking about. It. We're all getting fucking sick of it. Okay, so anyway, one day we're going to the pond, and another friend of ours, who was like this big dude, kind of football player right, size, right. cool guy, but just as big, just dude. big dude. And I, he was getting a kick out of hearing him talk about this girl, you know. <laughs> oh shit! So I can only imagine. So this he and dark. I were talking, <laughs> and he's like, dude if she's there, like, we ought to go try to hook up with her, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know? And, he, and I'm like, you know Lenny is going to get so fucking pissed off, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, exactly. That's why, that's yeah, why, that's we're why we're we got to do it. it. <laughs> so we get there, and sure enough, she's there. And I don't know if she had a Kiss shirt on. I didn't know she had a bikini on because it was impressive. And she wow. had a friend with her that was really cute, too. So me and Dave... Uh, we went down to the, the water, because it was like a little beach there right. where people would swim. For sure. But Lenny is sitting, like, fully clothed up on this, like, steep hill, like, grassy hill. Like, by himself? By himself, at like the wood line, listening to a boom box of metal. <laughs> he was right, a metal right. head. But he was sitting there, like, sulking. And mm. fully clothed with like shades, just like not wanting to participate.
3: Right. Because I think he knew what was about it, to he's happen. He's like, man, this girl's going to leave and not talk to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So he's oh, up nice. there
1: sulking. So we, so we go down and we see her with her friend. And as we're walking away, he's like, where are you two going? <laughs> and Dave goes, we're going to go swimming. And he's like, yeah, right. So we start walking down there. She's there, and we see her, and we walk right over to her. And we're, like, knee-high in the water just talking, you know. And we're sitting there talking, and and both of us are kind of, like, out of the corner of our eye, Just kind of scoping out the peripherals. Dude, all of a sudden, okay? (laughs) Dude, I'm trying to describe this because, I mean, the YouTube generation would have been so cool. Back in the day to capture some of this shit. Right, right. But in another way, it's like the storytelling is lost in art, you know, because exactly. you can just do your phone. You got to do your own details, yeah. man. This is just classic shit. So I look up, and this motherfucker is it a full fucking run. I mean, I'm trying to... It's like the Baywatch. No, I got you. Like right. slow-mo, fucking <laughs> hair flying.
3: Oh, my God. And
1: he's just hauling (laughs) fucking ass down to this beach, okay? Fully clothed. Fully clothed, as I remember it, to the best of my knowledge. Not
3: trying to get in the water, though. He's, like, not ready to go swimming. No, he's, like, like like sulking
1: and being a bitch, you know? Right. So, he, it was probably 100 yards, at least, that he ran, okay? Full run. Jesus. Full run. And me and, and me and Dave are like, oh, fuck, look at him, you know. And the girl is like, what? You know, and he comes fucking running down there. He's all out of fucking breath. And he stands there and he's like,
2: since when? Since when? <laughs> and we're like, what? And he's like, since when do you swim in water up to your knees? Since
1: when? <laughs> and he's like freaking the fuck out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Dave is like, get the fuck out of here. You know, he's like yelling at him and he fucking runs off. And he actually, if I remember right, like he like walked home or like hitched or just was gone. Dude. I, I my memory is shit. Okay. This was 30 fucking years ago. All right. But, right, right. but it was fucking hilarious, dude. But the since when, the is high, pitch, when? the high, that's that's when, noise. nice. Cause anytime he would get mad, Lenny would get mad. His voice would go up like that, like, like very so many octaves. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking funny. But yeah, since when do you swim in water? I since when it. do you swim? Exactly. So that's that was fucking funny. That's a good one uh, of <laughs> just dumb dumb drummer stories. Dumb, <laughs> dumb drummer dumb friend stories.
3: Fuck yeah! So. Jesus Christ, I could only imagine being there. Yeah, it was funny. i probably been rat laughing my ass off. Dude, about...
1: we were laughing for fucking years. I'm still laughing about it. I still exactly, think it's funny. Exactly, for so, sure. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, little mayhem story. we got many more uh, that we'll have coming up. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of different things, and we will deliver. Uh, so I appreciate you guys uh, sending comments in on which of these stories you dig. Uh, see if you could comment on the uh, since when story.
2: Christ the cross, a symbol of loss, like bloody belief, one that has no reason to rhyme. Your your round of luck, to you put your faith in the block. Your romance the wind they never had any
0: heat of the
1: Fuck yeah, some Exodus. Yeah. Who doesn't they like Exodus? Shroud of Urine. I'll tell you what, that's one of the best live bands I've ever fucking seen. They just absolutely fucking kill it. Fuck yeah. And just doing I've it never for had the pleasure so to see long, dude. Such a fucking great band. Uh, so yeah, the bumper music this time. Uh, Oz, we were joking around. so don't. <laughs> yeah, don't... that's for you, CK. Exactly. <laughs> Exodus, Disgorge, and Byzantine. so loving that stuff loving all the different metal Uh, thank you again listeners we really appreciate the feedback the comments, it helps it also helps us know what you guys dig and what you don't uh so we appreciate that it also, and,
3: also makes us want to do this more because if you guys give us good feedback and you want us to do it we're gonna keep doing
1: it right and we keep seeing a rise in the number of listens uh we are attracting fucking people from all over the fucking world man. it's fucking great serbia is number three in the countries that listen to the podcast why
3: i don't know i don't know how i feel <laughs> I about that but thank either. you serbia pakistan you is awesome, on the dude. list dude
1: <laughs> really like who the fuck is listening to us in pakistan who's but?
3: listening to a couple of fucking white trash white boys from illinois <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's just so funny that they would be attracted to it so it's great but u.s uh the uk and then serbia and i think Germany's right after that um. so Anyway, but we appreciate that one. Uh, one of our buds uh, that that posts a lot, uh, but I wanted to read this because I thought it was really cool. Big Mike Collier, great dude. You know, he was in here. You guys yeah, know him. he's in a of collapse. But he commented, uh, the podcast was awesome. He's talking about last week. Uh, the interview was great. Uh, that would be the one we did with Bob Weiss of Shakers. So I'm gonna have to head up there and see for myself. And as for achy breaky heart, you totally channeled (laughs) Billy. Keep up the carnage, fellas. So so yeah, so I did get a few good comments about achy breaky heart. So fuck yeah. What's the uh, next one, dude?
3: Kendra, she emailed. uh, You guys keep talking about doing some crazy trucker stories. I used to waitress at a truck stop, so I'm sure those will be nasty as hell. LOL. (laughs) Well, and I bet they will because Dad. I know we got to get my dad in here. Dad been trucking oh, for so fucking long. Dude, He's gonna have some stories, man. Please, so, yeah, Kendra, let, we'll get dad in here and please, he'll tell some stories.
1: Please, we got to set that up because yes. that would be fucking classic, yes, dude. Classic. Uh, Donnie B posted my favorite episode so far was the one last week on Billy Milligan. So another comment on that. I ordered that book on Amazon and I'm really looking forward to learning more about his interesting story. Thanks for talking about subjects that are different. And so bam, that's boom. exactly that's what we're what trying we wanted to do. To do so we're glad you dig it Donnie and hope you like that book. It is really yeah, good. I've, I've it. read it. It's fantastic.
3: And then uh, Mama C says. Mama uh, C. Mama C. What's up, Mama cita? Is that like the Mama say,
1: Mama sa? Mama <laughs> kusa? I don't know. Mama C, sorry to dish you. Yeah, we're not trying yeah, to make We're not at all. We, we just thought it was cool.
3: Uh, yeah. She said, uh, I love the interview with Bob from Shakers in Milwaukee. That place sounds awesome. I can't wait to hear the show when you get back. Yes. yes, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be gonna great. It's going to be so awesome. We're
1: going to be staying all night in the Hooker's, Dead Hooker's bedroom <laughs> dude, in the, the suite. Fact
3: they found the bones in there, though, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: it's fucked up, dude. We'll be there. Uh, we'll have yeah. some friends with us. Shit, yeah. Uh, my kids are going, Katie I and Joey. My brother and brother one of my Michael. buddies is going. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we're going to stay there all night, and uh, we're going to enjoy the show from Dead Man's Carnival. And we've talked about this before, and if you missed the interview last week with Bob, it's fantastic. it was a Uh, great interview. Yeah,
3: so go check that out. Also be doing the uh, Cream City. uh,
1: Yeah, the Cream City Cannibal Cannibal Tour, Tour. which Bob typically only does on Friday and Saturday, but he's going to do a special one for us on on Thursdays. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, or you can get there, because we're driving fucking three and a half hours to get there. Yeah,
3: get there. Check it out. Get
1: out there. Check it out. First Thursday of the month, though, is when Dead Man's Carnival's there. And to me, that puts the icing on the fucking cake. Yes, sir. It's going to be great. And I'm interested to introduce you to Professor Pinkerton Zyloma. Oh, my God. His real name is Pinkerton Zyloma. And he is a very very interesting guy i can't wait dude it's gonna be awesome i'm anxious to go back so it's gonna be cool uh next week like we said we're gonna be talking about ken McElroy. (laughs) that one is just fucked uh little vigilante like fucking uh charles bronson shit going on with that uh it's gonna be crazy as hell hold
3: on man it's McElroy, ain't it
1: I pronounce it as McElroy, but I could, uh, maybe be wrong. I'm returning. I could be wrong. It could be like that other one we did where you could, Matheny, Metheny, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be posting updates on the Facebook page once the shirts and koozies are available. So faceless screen print out of, out Philly. of Philly. Dave Orkin, my boy, uh, from way back in the day in heavy core times. A great dude, uh, cool business. Uh, they're making the stuff, these Said that we're on the schedule for Saturday Saturday. to be printed, and we're going to get the shirts
3: as soon as they get out. Koozies, everyone out there will know, and
1: yeah, and we're going to put it up on Facebook where you'll be able to buy them uh, with a credit or debit card if you want, or you can old school send money in. We'll give you all that info. Uh, We're talking fifteen bucks, uh, sizes medium through three X, as long as they last. We got a good bunch of them, but you know they only last forever. They won't last forever. And And uh, double-sided, two colors on the front, one on the back. Uh, The back looks fucking killer. The back looks pretty sweet. Yeah, Dave did a mock-up for us because there were two different ways we could do it. And Dave's suggestion was dead on. Yeah, Dave's suggestion was awesome. Yeah, it's fucking killer. I think you guys will dig. Um, And the koozies will be awesome. Red with the same art for the back of the shirt on the koozie. Yeah, it'd be
3: white on red instead of white on black. Oh, it's
1: black on red, I or think. Black, yeah. Is it black on black red? Black on red for the koozies, yeah. So Dave's going to send those out. We'll have them hopefully next week, or at least by Shakers. That's awesome. the plan. Uh, and those will be 5 bucks. And then we're going to work out a combination where if you buy the shirt and the koozie, it's like 18, 18 bucks. So you save a couple bucks. And then we're going to do some sort of special. We've got to come up with a good name. Um, but it's going to be uh, a shirt, the koozie, koozie and two, two stickers, stickers, 20 bucks well, plus shipping if we need to ship it. So good deals. We're trying to make it work. Uh, the stickers, I ordered those from a different place. Uh, it's similar to the back of the shirt and the koozie, but it's got a different saying on it. Yeah, it says something totally different yeah. than the back of the shirt. We'll leave that there. And, and, and they should we'll be coming you. in pretty soon yes, as well. So. Those are being printed, I think, tomorrow. So those should be definitely here. By first of next week at the latest, yeah. so we'll keep you guys posted. So, but you know, we can't leave you uh, without a little dose of some karaoke madness, <laughs> man. Hell I can't no. resist. Dude, can never do that. No, we can't because we get a lot of good feedback about it. But we, I've been doing the vote. You know, like hey guys, comment below, like which of these two songs? And we gave them the choice. Open Arms by Journey, very touching. You know, like might have to break out a, a <laughs> tissue. <laughs> And then living on a prayer, a little Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, and it was a landslide. I think we had one vote for Open Arms. Everybody else wanted some Bon Jovi. So kind
3: of like last week with the uh, Aiki Breaky. Like,
1: yeah, Aiky Breaky was overwhelmingly the uh, the the choice. So, oh yeah, get the hairspray out, Ooh. fucking whatever you okay. got to
3: fucking do. Go back to Jersey. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.
2: Six ringin' huck Now he's holding in When he used to make it talk So tough Can't stop Tina dreams of running away When she cries in the night Tommy whispers Baby it's okay It or not, we've got each other